Hello everyone and happy Thirsty Thursday. Welcome back to this week's episode of Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. I asked you guys what kind of episode you wanted to hear this week and I actually got a lot of feedback about different questions about dating rather than like the type of person like I've been doing and I did want to mix it up a little bit anyway and not have them all just be about one person I wanted them to be about different things and I do eventually want to have people on the podcast rather than just me talking all the time so this week I'm gonna answer kind of like some questions about dating and give you my opinion and then I didn't do too many polls this week just kind of asking about the topic so I don't really have your guys opinion to kind of give feedback on the topics but I figured this would kind of be like similar to how I would talk to one of my friends if they came to me asking for relationship advice or dating advice. So that's how this week's episode's going to go. It's going to be a little bit different than normal, but hopefully you still like it and let's get started. So like I mentioned in the intro, this week is going to be kind of more questions and me telling you guys my opinion on them when it comes to like dating or relationships. Um, I did, however, keep all of the answers that you guys gave me. So thank you so much for coming up with some good topics. I did save them and I'm going to try to get to all of them. Some of them didn't apply, so I apologize if yours was one of those. But I still appreciate you responding and giving me some feedback. So I had someone write in with three questions or kind of topics that I'm going to hit on all three Um, and those will be kind of like the three segments like I normally do you know it's normally my story and then your guys' story or feedback and then a little you know Q&A at the end Um, but this week I'll do the three kind of topics that she sent in as the three segments so for the first one it was living together And now I haven't lived with someone as far as guy-wise, someone I was dating, since the guy who inspired the cheater. And that was when I was in college, which was now, God, I graduated college going on six years ago. So it has been quite a while since I have lived with someone I was romantic with. Um, so I have to kind of like go back in time and tap into that part of my brain. But I mean, it was a nice experience. I did like living together with him until he cheated on me, of course. But that's, you know, episode two. Um, I definitely think you really need to get to know somebody before you move in with them it's a huge step it can often be very hard to get out of that situation um for me and him it was extremely difficult um in virginia 
I don't know if it's like that everywhere or if it was just the place we were living in at the time, but we couldn't even have somebody sublet our lease. So we were kind of stuck and he ended up cheating on me like two months after we signed a new lease together. So that was a really sticky situation. Um, However, conveniently, he was going into the Coast Guard. So they wrote a letter to our apartment complex and that helped break our lease. But I mean, we still had to live there until March. So that puts it in perspective. He cheated on me in like October and I still had to live there until March. We couldn't even break it until then. So take that into consideration. Like make sure that this is a person that you really want to try to have a forever with or, you know, eventually marry or whatnot. I mean, he was that for me at the time. So it's not like I regret it, but just know that it can be really hard to get out of the situation once you get in it, especially if you like purchase a home together. I mean, ideally I would definitely rent together before purchasing a home because you really never know what could happen. I mean, me and him were together for four years before he cheated on me. So it's not like we rushed into it or we like were only dating a little bit. Um, and that's not to say that if you move in with someone quickly too, that it won't work out. I just know it's less of a chance of something bad happening if you at least get to know the person for a little bit, especially if you're being romantic with them. Roommates, like just any old anyone, sometimes it works out best barely knowing the person, but as far as romantically moving in together, living together, I definitely think, um, give it a little bit of time before you do so. We also like had a really good balance with each other for the most part. I mean, like we knew who would go get groceries and like who would do this, who would do that. Um, and that's going to be different for everyone. I don't think there's like a set way. I mean, me and him split rent evenly, which I think is a good way to do it. Um, maybe not everyone can financially do that, but I think that's the most fair. You're both living there. Um, but I have heard of people, you know, like the guy pays the rent and the girl pays utilities and groceries or whatever. So honestly, whatever financially works out for you, but I definitely don't think it should be a one-sided thing. Like you guys are both living there. Um, and both using the utilities and whatnot. So there definitely should be some effort on both sides. Now, if you have like kids or something and you're like a stay at home mom or what have you, obviously that's going to be harder said than done. So like I said, a lot of stuff when it comes to living together, like financially, you guys are going to have to figure out on your own what's best for you in your unique situation. But I mean, me and him had a good setup as far as that. Um, it was also really nice, like coming home to your, your person. So, I mean, I do miss that sometimes cause I don't have that anymore, but like, it's not enough for me to just move in with the next guy. That's like, Hey, let's move in together. Not that that ever happens to me anyway, but that was really nice. I mean, the only thing I can kind of 
compare it to right now is my dog is super excited to see me when I come home and that's enough for me at the moment. Um, but yeah, I actually dated a guy too that because he was really religious, his parents didn't want him living with anyone until he got married. And I thought that was a huge, huge no-no. I don't think I would ever marry anyone that I didn't live with. You have to live with someone in order to really know if you can be married to them. I mean, like when you get married, you are with that person. You have to deal with whatever comes at you. Now, if you like live with them before you actually go and get married, you can see if you can actually live with this person. I mean, like when you live with somebody, you are seeing them at their like rawest form. You are seeing them all hours of the day, all different scenarios. Like when you're just dating somebody or even in a relationship, but you live separately, you still have your like home to kind of do what you want to do and you don't have to worry about your partner. But when you live together, you don't have the safe space anymore. I mean, like it should be a safe space. Don't get me wrong, but you don't have the space where like they will not be unless you like go in a closet or whatever. But like that's still not a complete like safe space home like you're used to having. I mean, it's a huge adjustment. So I mean, it's a huge deal. You find out if you can deal with that person with their little quirks and what have you. And it's just really important that you have that though, in order to help you make a huge decision. Like, should I marry this person? Like, can I be with them for the rest of my life? Because then when you get married, if you want to start a family, you're bringing now bringing children into your home too. So now it's you and your partner and children. You have to be able to live with your partner and you're going to have to learn to live with your children. So, I mean, that's kind of my take on living together. Definitely think people should do it. It's very important to a relationship. I also think it is something that you should think a lot about. Um, it's also a huge deal to live with your partner. That really is a very big commitment in your relationship. So I don't think it should be taken lightly. Um, but I do think if you're serious about that person, it should happen a hundred percent before you commit to getting married. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how I feel about living together. I'm sure if the topic comes up in another like situation later on, I'll have some more insight on it. But for now, that is that. And we will move on to the next topic. How big of a deal our birthdays and anniversaries. Okay, so for me, I think they're a big deal in the sense that I think there needs to at least be some effort made in order to celebrate these things. I'm not saying like they have to be huge or extravagant, but I do think that they're a big deal. I mean, you you were born. Wham, that's a huge deal. And your anniversary, I mean, you're celebrating the fact that you've been with this person for another year. And that's impressive. I mean, it's hard to come by these days. So yeah, I think 
that birthdays and anniversaries are a big deal. You're celebrating another year of life, another year of love. I mean, it doesn't have to be this like huge birthday party or this like extravagant expensive anniversary dinner I mean even a card for either occasion can really go a long way it's about the sentiment and the you know feeling behind it um I will say most of the relationships I have been in I have been fortunate enough to have a partner that you know, feels the same way, which I also think is important. I mean, I guess you could get away with some compromise on the matters if you guys don't see eye to eye on how you feel about anniversary and birthdays. But for the most part, I feel like you you would want your partner to be on the same page as you of how you feel about celebrating or how big of a deal they are. Um, I will say, though, (laughs) the last anniversary that me and the cheater guy had was the worst anniversary I have ever had. It was horrible. He like put no effort into it. I honestly joke, but I'm serious that I should have taken that as a red flag because it was like a few months before he cheated on me as well. This, this horrible anniversary. Um, But no, I mean, we still went and did something, but it was, it lacked the emotion and the like purpose and meaning behind it. And he didn't, you know, put any effort or emotion into it. And so I could tell that that was lacking and it bothered me. Um, Like I said, like even a card or like you writing something or like anything that actually has like emotion and like lets that person know how you feel about them means so much more than like going to a nice dinner or like a nice gift. Um, That's not what it should be about. It should be about, you know, the people you love either celebrating you or why they love you, why you matter to them on your birthday or anniversary, vice versa. Like, why are you guys together? Why, like, are you choosing to go through life together? Like, tell the person all the things you love about them and why they mean so much to you and why you chose them. Because, I mean, there are a ton of people in the world. Like, they're, they say there's plenty of fish in the sea. I mean, there are plenty of people that you could go and be with but you chose this one person and it is a choice because there are options but you pick this person to want to spend hopefully the rest of your life with why would you not want to celebrate them like why would you not want to celebrate being with them that's just how I feel about it um like I said luckily I haven't had too many relationships where Um, they didn't want to celebrate like the anniversary. I mean, I don't think you should have to know it like down to a T you can celebrate whenever, um, or whenever you guys want to start celebrating. I know like people celebrate either like the first time they met or when they like officially got into a relationship, 
which I want to like add in here while I'm talking about it. When I say I'm dating somebody, that just means that we went on dates. I normally will not talk about someone that I just went on one date with because I wouldn't classify that as dating. But people I've been in an actual relationship with, like boyfriend, girlfriend, I will say relationship. I mean, it's obviously still dating too, but that's my like code words. Dating is like someone I've been on two plus dates with. Relationship is actually boyfriend, girlfriend doing the thing. So back to where we were. Some people celebrate the first time they met as their anniversary. Some people celebrate the first time they actually got into official relationship, which I feel like most people do these days, especially now because like there's so many situationships, like, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) The, you know, talk for three months and then it still ends up going nowhere. Um, I mean, there's a lot of those these days and it has a lot to do with, you know, these grass is greener kind of mentalities and dating apps make it super easy to just swipe onto the next person. But that's like a whole nother probably episode coming up one of these days. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's totally up to you though. If you want to celebrate, like I said, it would probably be best if you were with a partner that had the same views as you as far as like oh we don't have to celebrate anniversaries or like if someone doesn't like doing something for their birthday if you're dating somebody or with somebody that doesn't want to celebrate their birthday I mean I still think that they would be touched if you got them like a sentimental card or you wrote them something like it doesn't have to be super extravagant I feel like most people who don't like to celebrate birthdays there's this underlying reason and maybe they just don't like the huge party aspect or maybe like something bad happened around that time and they associate that with that kind of situation and maybe that can be changed now that they're with somebody who you know loves and cares about them and brings them out of that so you know obviously like always every situation is going to be different do what's best for you and your partner you as far as your birthday I mean that's your day so whatever you want to do with it you do that's on you and as far as the anniversary you and your partner have to talk about that and figure out what you guys want to do as well but I do think it's a good thing to celebrate I mean like I said you've we've seen this the beginning of this year like we've lost so many people it is a huge deal to make it just another year in life and in your relationship so I say celebrate, do whatever you want to celebrate that. That's all that matters is what you guys are feeling. So I am team celebrate birthday and relationship anniversaries or any anniversary if you wanted to, honestly, but this is a dating podcast and we talk about relationships, I guess, a little bit too now. So I say do it meeting the family okay I don't know if it's just me but I get so anxious and kind of nervous to meet the person I'm with's family not like because of how they'll be I just want them to like me and maybe that's just me as like a Libra shout out to astrology but I mean I do like to try to get along with everybody. I realize that's not realistic at all. 
but this is someone really important to me and this is important people to them. And so I really want them to like me. So that makes me very nervous and anxious um, when I'm meeting them for the first time. I've never had really had instances where I didn't get along really with the person I was seeing's family. Um, at the end of some things, things got a little sticky, but normally I feel like I can kind of relate to a lot of people. So it kind of helps me connect with a bunch of different types of people. And I love that. I mean, I love connecting with different types of people because it just gives you this like well-rounded like view of life. I mean, everyone's so different. So I feel like being able to kind of put myself in other people's shoes sometimes helps me connect with a bunch of different types of people. So I will say I'm always stoked to meet their family, but I do get nervous and I'm sure that's like a normal-ish kind of thing. I mean, maybe the people who don't get nervous, they just like try not to care very much. But I have heard like stories about, you know, like someone not getting along with their like future mother-in-law or their future father-in-law or what have you. And that just like makes me really sad because I am really close to my family. Even if we don't always get along, um, we do still have that really close bond. And it's like almost harder though to do that with someone you're not like blood related to and someone you like obviously can't control like you can't control how people feel so if you don't get along with your like future in-laws yeah like that is how family can be sometimes but also like sometimes people cannot even get past that and they just you know have this like not rivalry because that's like kind of dramatic but similar to that they have that sort of dynamic the whole time they're you know together like I don't want to be with somebody and at like every family function be worried about the family member who doesn't like me um so I think that's why it makes me so nervous that I want them to like me I want to make a good impression um because you are going to be seeing a lot of these people if you're with your partner. I mean, they're their family. They care about them. And you want to care about them. And you want to have a good relationship with them. And sometimes the people don't always make it the easiest. And that's out of your control. So maybe that's where some of my anxiety comes from. But for the most part, I feel like every family wants to work with the partner that their child brings home or their parent brings home or whatever they want it to work out for them they want them to be happy and even if it's not the ideal partner for them um they want to give them the benefit of the doubt and try to make it work and you know that's all they care about is that their child or their whatever is happy um and that should be all that matters there shouldn't be this like animosity be like oh he should have been with a doctor or you know she should have married a guy that's taller or whatever I mean like if he or she is 
not the best person. I feel like instead of being mean to her or him, you should have a conversation with your child or whoever the person is and be like, hey, I understand that you're really into this person, but I don't think they have your best interests in mind or they're treating you that you deserve how you deserve to be treated. I mean, I recently had my dad tell me something similar to that and he's like never chimed in on any of my relationships. And so that was like a huge deal for me. Like he, if I would have brought the person around him, he would have been nice, civil, not made him feel any like awkwardness or anything. But the fact that he came to me and told me how he really felt and how he thought I deserved, you know, better and I could be treated better, it definitely opened up my eyes and helped me see the situation more clearly than I had been seeing it. So, I mean, I know my parents listen to this. I don't know if anyone else's parents listen to this, but parents out there, if you feel like it's gotten to a point where you do want to say something to your child about their partner, do it in that kind of way. Kind of come to them separately. Don't like be a certain way towards their partner kind of talk to them and give them your perspective, kind of like an outsider looking in and let them know why it's so important to let them know why you don't think that that person's right for them. Because you could be like, oh, I just don't like them. That's not a good enough of a reason why. You need to like show them why and give them full details if you can on why you think they deserve better and why they can find somebody better for them. I kind of went on like a different area, but like I said, I get anxious when I meet, you know, the person I'm talking to's family. I'm excited. Like this is a whole nother family that I get to interact with and people that, you know, hopefully will be really close to me in my life. So it is exciting. I just get nervous that they're not going to like me for some reason. I mean, there are plenty of reasons, I'm sure, but <laughs> I that's just how I feel about it. I don't know if I'm the only one that gets kind of like nervous. Like I said, I'm sure some people are just like, it is what it is. I'm not going to worry about it. I try not to worry about it, but it is a big deal to me because like I said, I'm a very family person. I love my family. They mean so much to me. We butt heads all the time, but they're literally like, my favorite people. So that's why it's a huge deal. That's why I get anxious. I don't know if you guys do or not. Try not to worry as much, but I think there is a little bit of good in being anxious. Um, I know like when I used to dance and I feel like actors and like performers say this too, that that, you know, little bit of anxiety almost helps them like it means you care it means you care about what you're about to do so I don't see being like a little anxious and nervous to meet a family as being a bad thing I think it just means I care so much about this person that I want the people that he or she cares about to love me too and that's how I feel about that so I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode I know it's a little bit different um but I do think it's also important 
to kind of hit on topics that might not be hit on with my dating stories. And I guess eventually I will run out of dating stories. Um, So I hope you liked it. I hope you continue to listen. I hope you give me some feedback on Instagram when I'm trying to get you guys pick your brain and find out what ideas and topics and whatnot you guys want to hear. So I hope you guys also have a great thirsty Thursday and I will see you back next week.